0: Everyone, welcome back to more episode adventure things. These are the voyages. I'm the captain, Captain Chase McKinney, and joining me here in this uh, Hermit's United Cave, my dear friend, Commander Eric. How are you? Did you just say I live in a cave? No, joining me in this Hermit's United Cave.
1: I don't, I don't get it.
0: It's a, it's a Doctor Who reference. It's fine.
1: Oh, okay. Right. Yeah, yeah. That's the one sci-fi franchise I don't know about.
0: Mm. That's fine. Someday you will.
1: I mean, yeah, I just want them to finish making episodes, they and then won't. I can watch. It they has won't. to end eventually.
0: Bro, it's been... Like, we're... Okay. We're about to celebrate the 60th anniversary of the show being on the air.
1: hmm
0: And... Like the thing that I'm sure you know to some extent, how the show continues to perpetuate itself. It's through this, right? This
1: right, because the the lead character regenerates, and now exactly. you get a new actor, right? Yep,
0: that's how they keep it going. I mean, like that's what happened with William Hartnell, the guy that played the very first Doctor. He was taking ill, and the show was wildly popular in the 1960s, and like they, they did not want to end the show. So that's when they're like we got to figure out a plot device this dude's an alien he travels around teaching history basically let's bring in this other wildly popular british actor patrick Troughton. and it was a it was a gamble on if it was actually going to take off if patrick trouton couldn't have you know stuck the landing doctor who would have ended back in the 1960s so yeah like we're next month we're going to have the, um, the 60th anniversary specials showing up and then we have another new Doctor that's going to show up, uh, I think, around Christmas or shortly after um, in the first of the year. Um, so, yeah, we're about to be on the 15th Doctor in terms of main chronology.
1: Okay, but at a certain point, you run out of storylines. You have Do to, the writer. Yes. a certain point, you're just recycling storylines. Um, like, like... That's why, like, procedural shows can go on forever, you know, your law and orders and your CSIs and your NCISs, because, like, it it doesn't have to be different. You can just do the same basic idea over and over again. Or, oh, here's a new crime, but it's really not, nothing different than we didn't do 10 years ago
0: mm-hmm.
1: or two years ago, right?
0: Man, I'm going to probably get— rip
1: it from the, Or they do the Rip It From The Headlines show.
0: I, I, I'm probably gonna get some hate mail for this, but I kinda want SVU to just end. I mean it's
1: had its run, but you know, they're 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 doing the crossover episodes now with, with Stabler's new show.
0: I know they brought the original Law and Order out of retirement to do all these right. crossovers, you know what I'm saying? That's yeah. the, that that's the real reason, okay? They're like, ooh, SVU's still on. We started organized crime. Let's bring back the OG. Let's do let's bring it out of retirement.
1: Well, yeah, like, I mean, SVU. I mean, I haven't watched SVU in a long time. I think I, I did watch the first episode where, like, Stabler was coming back, like, whenever that was, like, three or four years ago or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. But I, and I, And I watched the first episode of Stabler's new show, which I didn't think was very good right and i didn't watch any of the rest of them and i haven't watched any of it since so i don't know anything about if the show's any good or not Mm -hmm. but man i just remember watching svu on usa reruns right it it's a good show man
0: yeah i was for the longest time i was just binging the mess out of svu and i wasn't necessarily having a problem i mean Granted, there was like some very heavy stuff, right, in the show. Oh yeah, like, by, all
1: on by, that content. Sure.
0: Yeah, um, and like my wife would like pop in and like see some of the stuff, and like she would like watch it if I was watching it. But like, I think at one point she had respectfully requested that like I just kind of pump the brakes on it for a little bit because it was it was a little much for her to even just walk through on at times. So I did and I kind of forgot about it and started watching mm-hmm. other stuff.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know, even though some of those long shows, though, like, you know, like this is what I say about Dr. Doct- well, getting back to the Doctor Who of it all, I said I want it to end because I don't care how, even if I just start with, like, the revival, right, with the Christopher Ecclestine 2004 or whatever, or 2005, whatever that was, um, I'll catch up. Like, I will watch it and I will catch up and I know people out there like, well, it's got fifteen seasons or twenty se- or whatever, however many seasons the revival has. Like, you're not gonna catch up. Yes, yes, I will. Right? Like, when I get when we got Paramount Plus, right? When it turned over to Paramount Plus from CBS All Access, mm-hmm. like a lot more content went on there. Oh
0: yeah, right, for sure, for and sure. And so
1: I, I was like, I, I, I was like, I'm gonna watch NCIS from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Because I remember watching the NCIS reruns, and I never really watched it in order, but it didn't matter, right? Right. Because it's like procedural. So I decided to watch NCIS, right? And they were in the 19th season when I started, and I finished all 19 seasons of of it, right? Like, Mm -hmm. I caught up. And those are like, you know, 20-some episodes. They're not like the 10 or whatever that you get from your prestige shows. I don't know how many episodes Doctor Who is
0: too many, man, too No, many. I mean
1: like eight per season. Is it like the 10, 12, 13 or is it like so the 20?
0: That's kind of difficult to to answer, so you have to talk about era, right? So like if we're talking like the like 2005 revival, like it has shifted. So when it came on like with Christopher Eccleston David Tennant, even Matt Smith, um, each playing the Doctor, they were averaging about a dozen episodes per per season. And then I think we get to... Uh, what was it? Like Jodie Whittaker, and it drops down... No, no, not Jody. Um Even... Well, even Peter Capaldi, it, it was still at about a dozen, but I think it came down to about ten, if I'm not mistaken. But Jodie Whittaker they were like eight episode seasons. Oh, okay. Basically. So it's like shifted, but if you're looking at the original era, otherwise known as like classic Who, like what some fans have called it. Classic Doctor Who. I mean, they were serialized or not ser- they were serials, I should say. So you had like four-part stories like over oh, okay. the course of weeks. So it would be 4 30-minute episodes and you would have like maybe what would that be like? Six overall stories in a season. I gotcha. So, I mean, that was closer to like your, what, 25 to 30-ish episode seasons, like we're kind of used to talking about, basically. So, mm-hmm. and then like you get to like this one particular season in the 80s, uh, with the, um, Colin Baker the guy who played the sixth doctor um, like the whole season uh, was just called the trial of a time lord and but it was one unified story but it was basically the doctor being on trial and like we're looking at like different stories within this larger narrative um, of like what's going on it was it was interesting I, I actually liked that season I know like some people aren't too crazy about the trial of a time lord but I liked it Um, but yeah, you know, we're, I've been talking about like with Doctor Who, hello everyone, welcome to a Star Trek podcast, with Doctor Who, um, we, when we found out like who the Doctor regenerated into last year, you know, coming into this year's, um, uh, new, uh, season, whatever, we're like, we want to just like do like a complete rewatch of New Who. So we, we did that. We've been working our way through New Who. And um, I've been watching Classic Who on BritBox for a while. No royalties on that one, guys. No royalties. I don't get a kickback on that. But that's where you have to watch. So <laughs> we have to watch Classic Who for the time being, unless you know actually buy the uh, physical discs somewhere. So that's all I gotta say about that. All right. Well,
1: I'll eventually get to it, right?
0: When i have ends. a lot
1: i have a lot less time nowadays than in my in my bachelor days right
0: i remember this yeah <laughs> i remember this used to do like your annual rewatches like chronological re-watch of like what it wasn't Star annual Trek. it wasn't annual it seemed like doesn't it it just
1: annual. be non-stop watching it
0: is that a problem though
1: no but like <laughs> you know there are other shows out there right sure
0: sure oh lordy Well, cool, cool, cool. Well, we've talked about enough stuff for for our little lodge meeting, so what do you say we get at it, man? You want to talk to it?
1: All right, let's do the thing.
0: Welcome to the show. This is your red alarm, so uh, we're going into spoiler-ific territory (laughs) as we talk about season four. Um, Episode 8 of Lower Decks Caves
1: Caves, just caves We had our
0: little fun last
1: week With the caves
0: We sure did (laughs) Which, funny enough, the Doctor Who of it all There's an episode of Doctor Who Called Caves of Androzani So there's there's another caves little Reference for you
1: There's a classic uh, Isaac Asimov novel Called Caves of Steel
0: Okay, here we go Bring him right. back the caves. Bring him back to caves. Caves. All right. Well, this episode is pretty darn straight and to the point. Uh, isn't it, though? Oh, my goodness. Is it to the point? Um, so I really don't know how long. This might. I don't want to tempt the fates, but this could potentially be our shortest episode ever.
1: I, I... Yeah, you might be right.
0: In terms of like us like recapping it, this might literally be I don't Let's just see what happens, okay? Let's okay. Can happens. I just
1: say off the top here? I don't get this episode at all. Like I don't understand it whatsoever. Mm-hmm. You have mm-hmm. got you've got we've got this arc we've got an arc right this is not an episodic season we have this arc this mystery ship out there like that's attacking everybody and what's going on and all season long we've been trying to get information and doing whatever we could we had zoids socialites undercover you know who undercover operatives we had we had to go talk to you know evil computers right have to do all this stuff to figure out the mystery of this ship out there. And this 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 episode, we're just gonna like ignore that completely. To do what exactly?
0: Go we'll hang out in caves.
1: I mean to do what exactly? We literally we didn't even pull we pulled the e brake but we've like pulled like five e-brakes, right? Yep. I don't I just I don't if you want to do this episode do an episode like two or three like putting it as episode eight in a 10 episode season where you've got this arc it, it's it's bizarre to me and I I've been trying all day I've been trying to think about why why this episode exists here where it does and I have no answer
0: mm-hmm. whatsoever mm-hmm I was I was thinking about that earlier too, you know, preparing for this and yeah, I think I mean like we've we've had like these e break type episodes across the different series, but I mean like even like with lower decks, but like this is I I think past seasons and maybe I'm just like being a little generous with this and that's okay, but like I think past seasons we've had more. Development that's taken place where we've at least had like a cookie, right? To kind of like keep us like satisfied a little bit. But mm-hmm. we've, this has been like our chief complaint and I'm sorry if I'm pissing people off by, by saying this, but like we don't really have anything, right? Like when, we, when this mystery arrowhead ship shows up and does like its little stand on its tippy toes and blast ships away, that's about it like that's all we're getting is that it's just bouncing around doing stuff to like Klingons and Romulans and Binar and whatever but Mm -hmm. you're right like this is like we are in the final three episodes of this season and we know jack squat about this ship and inevitably we're going to have a lower decks version of exposition dump like we're gonna pull back the curtain and ta-da. See, it made sense all along.
1: No, it didn't. But, but is it gonna make sense? That's the question.
0: We'll is see. It... We'll see. But this this was like a very, um, just kind of disconnected episode from this season. Like to me, like it's maybe, I'm, maybe the, I'm jumping it's the gun, the but like and this Paulo season episode from Lost. This I think this episode maybe. Would ha- I mean, apart from, like, the Lieutenant Junior Grade pips, like, whatever, this is, like, the kind of story I think might have fit better in last season compared to this.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: All right, so we have our Lower Deckers, right? Um, they've been – they're being sent on an away mission um, to this planet to survey – cave. Tendi's super excited about it. Rutherford is too. Mariner is missing her folks like that. She hasn't really been doing stuff with them. And um, she's like super bored when she finds out that, you know, we're going to go survey a cave.
1: A cave mission. Seems like every three weeks we go on a cave mission. (laughs) All caves look the same. Planet hell. Right. They have the cave set. They have the cave set. You know i've really learned a lot I, like i've ta- listening to the delta flyers podcast with harry and tom mm-hmm. um talking about their behind the scenes stuff and like yeah you can see some similarities but like it's not super obvious that it's always the same cave set but they're they're literally like no it's always the same cave set it's just a different angle you're looking at it's different lighting but it's always the same cave
0: set. Yeah, I was reading something that, like, the like the actors called it Planet Hell. That's why I said that. Um, whenever they were going to go do, like, some kind of alien planet cave kind of episode or whatever on the respective shows. But um, I, one, one of the uh, articles or whatever I was reading said that that, that particular set actually attracted a lot of strays, like stray cats in particular. I heard
1: that, yeah.
0: Like, man, that's kind of creepy. Right? Just like ran some like random set on the studio lot. Random strays just like pouring into this particular set. Anyway. Alright, well. So we're we're there and we're surveying, we're looking at some stuff, and we see, like, this, like, moss-looking stuff. It's not really doing anything. And then, what is it, Mariner is, like, looking at it, and then she's kind of bored, and she just kind of kicks it, and yeah. it just, like, lights up like a nightlight, and then basically starts to try and eat them.
1: Yeah, but we have a cave-in first, right?
0: That, too. And, like, they try and right? radio no. for help, and, like, but no one can, it can't It can get through.
1: Yeah, because our communicators, like, still can't get through rock, right? And that's the, that's the joke, right? Mm-hmm. Still can't get through rock Dang
0: So we We take this time In the cave to talk about Cave missions And first up is Boimler, right Talking about this really annoying dude This science division dude um, Le- Levy Levy I think was his name But what about that one time I was in the turbo lift but We'll get to that later It doesn't really apply here Okay. Yeah. Um, And, like, this, like, Levy character, I think that's his name, um, is, like, this conspiracy theorist and it's just driving Boimler nuts. And, like, there's, like, while they're, like, this flashback is going on, like, talking about this particular mission, uh, we later find out that all these theories are basically true and that it was these, uh, was it Verdosians?
1: Yeah, Verdosians, they're shapeshifters or whatever. Yep.
0: Were actually they, there. They
1: were actually there, and he was yeah, he was just going on about all these ran- it's not the it's not the Verdolons or whatever. And, keeps
0: saying. and it was a morality test and they failed. Mm. Damn you failed. <laughs> the Vendorians. <clears throat> oh Vendorians. Vendorians, yep. And um that's it. That was the the experience. I mean yeah, there was yeah, it
1: was like a magical cart there vehicle underground, right? Right. Right? Oh, it's a, I'm gonna shoot it because why would that be there? Just magically appear. Right? Like the Far Point station. Why would that just magically appear?
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. So Yeah. But yeah, we, it's a Morality test, they're really there, right? You failed. So we were back in our, our cave in present day and still trying to figure out, like, what the heck to do. And um, who was it next? Was it, um, it was Rutherford, right?
1: Yeah, Rutherford tells his story.
0: Rutherford tells his story about the one time he had a cave baby <laughs> with Dr. Tana. What? <laughs> So, they're on this mission with this... What about
1: the time I was in the elevator?
0: It's turbo-lift. It, we'll save that for later. It doesn't really apply to the situation. okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> they're, they're on this, like, cave tour, right? And, like, this uh, alien cave guide decides, like, you know, good job, like, with surveying and joining this and everything, and then kind of just evaporates, but also gets um Rutherford pregnant by like diffusion or osmosis or something
1: yeah like whatever like this gets injured what and uh you know I'm going to touch you cuz I'm dying and I'm putting my DNA into you mm-hmm. kind of like trip did in yep. in that one episode way back when I was trying to think this isn't can't be this is not the same species it's right not, it, no, it's not it's not
0: I, I would have known that <laughs>
1: right. Yeah. that's right they get attacked by like a creature comes out of a pool and that's what like yeah. kills her,
0: right? Yeah. So like very quickly, like he goes from just standing there to like giving birth, like having In like, a matter a of seconds a right? matter of seconds, basically having a c-section.
1: I'm not gonna bite a shoe.
0: Dr. Taan is trying to get this new like clone baby thing To eat and it's not working, and then it's like re- the clone baby is reaching for Rutherford. Rutherford holds it, feeds it a chocolate bar, and it's all good.
1: Yeah, and they walk away with the baby, they mark the cave, right? Hey. And then, you know, they run into that creature again, and that creature's like, I'm trying to protect my baby. My baby! <laughs> 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 no, I mean my baby in the pool. Oh, okay. Well, we're cool now, right? Totally. We're just trying to protect our babies. Misunderstanding. Mm. Right? Like, you know, that's a decent idea. Let's build an episode around that. Right? A misunderstanding. Mm-hmm. Right? From a creature that you think is a monster. Mm-hmm. Maybe like an episode classic TOS episode from season 1 called Wolf in the Fold. Not Wolf mm. in the Fold. A uh, Devil in the Dark.
0: Mm. Well, Now that that cave story is over with, um the next cave story um has to do with Mariner and yeah. um doing stuff with Delta Shift. And before you say anything about the turbo lift, now is not the time. It doesn't apply at all, okay?
1: All right. But this moss is growing toward us, right? And it ate Tendi's boot. Yeah. yeah. And so like making them take off their uniforms because
0: it's hot or something, I guess. Yeah, and, and Boimler has no pants because it was used to help with some like crystals and like stuff.
1: Yeah. Hmm.
0: So, uh, which is supposed to help like with breaking through interference from the rocks, like mm-hmm. you know, forming and building and whatever these kinds of crystals. Yeah, so Mariner's on this mission with Delta Shift, and
1: I if you remember Delta Shift. They are the same animation, the same drawing, right? Uh-huh. They're just colored differently, right? Uh huh. So like the one woman is the same as Mariner, right? The guy is the same as Rutherford, and then there's the Boimler guy who same drawn character. I don't know any of these Delta Shifters' names because they're not important. But we've crash landed, right? Cause shuttlecraft are shaped like a brick. <laughs> it's, true. it's true. It's true. It's shaped like a brick.
0: Yeah, and um, there's this like time dilation kind of thing, and they're kind of like annoyed with each other and complaining about some stuff, and kind of <coughs> having like a I don't know, like a heart to heart eventually.
1: Yeah, but the, th- the reason why I bring up uh, Devil in the Dark is because they're going after the Pergeum, right? Isn't that the same mineral that they're mining in the Devil
0: in the Dark? I believe so. The Pergeum? Yeah. So, they're <laughs> they, they're going after, they're having this heart to heart about um, you know, like, Beta Shift breaking all the things and Delta being annoyed with them by having to fix it are... Um, Delta shift Boimler snapping his leg and them saying it'll heal if you just move towards time dilation and it doesn't it's not set right so it's not gonna heal mm-hmm. it's gonna fall off which it does uh-huh. and they get old real quick
1: yeah there, there's actually like a, a poignant moment though in this story where where this this Delta shift Mariner says like all of you all of you Bravo shift. You all got promoted to Lieutenant JG. None of us Delta shifters did because nobody knows who we are, but people know who you are and your little clique because you're the captain's, you know, you're the captain's child. Right. And you were basically, you know, um, oh my God. Nepotism. I was like, Mm. I'm like drawing a blank. Big fancy word. Nepotism. I know nepotism and your friends like it's not what you do it's who you know that got you ahead and we deserve those promotions too because we work just as hard as you do which is actually like a really good moment in this episode like buried deep in there somewhere.
0: You know they could just do what Rutherford did and just ask for a black pip and call it a day. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah but do they know they can do that. I don't know. I don't know. So that's that. We do the thing, and that cave story's over with.
1: Hey, how does? I don't even remember how that story ends, though. How does that story end?
0: Just a like a chant. Like they, they eventually like get back um, to the shuttlecraft and are able to um, lift off and leave. Um, our delta shift Boimler still doesn't have his leg that fall, fell off. We're doing a delta shift chant, and uh, we're all friends now, basically. Oh, that's it?
1: They just walk backwards out of the time dilation? Basically. Okay.
0: And, um, yeah, so we're we're at the end, and, like, everyone's kind of pissed at each other. You know, like, you didn't tell me about your cave baby. You didn't tell me... Um, that you hung out with Delta Shift and uh, you know, you didn't tell me that you were um what was what was the, the hang up with Boimler? Um
1: Boimler went on an away mission with it, and they had some like feast with those those mm-hmm. Vendorians or whatever, because the guy knew all the conspiracy theory
0: stuff. Right. And Anyway, so Tendi, at this point, like, every, they're just getting swallowed by this, like, green, goopy yeah, moss they Yeah,
1: like, they're going to try to fix the communicators, right? And right. then all of a sudden, the mo- the green moss or whatever, like, swallows them up and pins them on the wall. And Tendy wants to finally share her story. No, the, even- the moss, the voice, the disembodied voice of this... Let the green one finish her story.
0: (laughs) And and it takes us back to uh, what was. It's really,
1: really, really. It's not really. It's not about caves. It really doesn't apply here.
0: (laughs) And that takes us back to what was that second contact? I'm pretty sure.
1: Uh, Yeah, it was my first
0: first day on the job, right? Yeah. And uh, they were all like hanging out at the bar on the ship, and. They weren't drinking Synthahol, man. They were drinking the real stuff, so they were just getting all sorts of inebriated. Yeah, well,
1: they thought they were drinking Synthahol. Right. At least did. Mariner switched it out, being the fun party type she is.
0: Yeah. And, um, anyways, they leave, and they get on a turbo lift, and they get stuck because of some yeah. kind of power outage. Now, I I might have been overthinking this, Eric, so if if you need to bring me back to Earth, please do, but, like... You know, it said like two hours later, and then it said three hours later. So, to, is that to imply that from they went were there two hours, and then like three hours later, that meant they were there five hours, and then nine hours, and then fourteen hours? Like, I don't
1: think, so. I don't think so. I don't think it's cumulative
0: like that. Because that's how I was interpreting it.
1: Oh, I thought it. I didn't. I thought it was just like from when they got in. We're two hours, now we're three hours.
0: I would have expected, like, an hour later. Another hour later. But that's what happens when I do math.
1: I mean, does it really matter?
0: It matters to me. Okay. It's fine. And
1: And they're playing games in the turbo lift.
0: Yep. Having a good time and cuddling.
1: Yep. And they're bonding, right? And this is where they became a tight knit unit. You know what? This story? Tell this story in Second Contact. Don't tell that... Rage virus story? Rage virus. Like, oh, he just likes to suckle on you. It's because you're salty. (laughs) Or whatever the Mm -hmm. heck happened with that in that dumb episode. Right, but they bonded. They became a tight-knit group of friends. They did. And now that Tendi told them that story, she's like, why didn't you tell us that story earlier? Yeah. that was really sweet.
0: And uh, then all our our aliens are camouflage Aliens like, see, we did it. They're friends now.
1: Yay. Is the Vendorians again, yeah. right? They were it's, there. I don't know if it was a morality test again, but we don't ever learn that they just like stay in caves and test people (laughs) is that what they do is that their thing maybe trying to find my thing is that their thing
0: (laughs) tell us more stories
1: i mean i mean we what was the morality test? was there supposed to be a morality test Uh, here somewhere because i didn't see anything about that right it doesn't there's no explanation mm -hmm. For what they're doing here. Besides
0: doing some kind of science mission to survey the cave.
1: No, That's I it. no, I'm, not, I'm talking about the Vendorians. There's yeah, no yeah. explanation. Yeah, and they they, they just said, like
0: what? Well, I was just gonna say, like, if we go by what um we we heard in our first like little flashback cave story, I mean like Vendorians don't even like live in this part of Space. They
1: didn't live in that part of space where that mission took place.
0: Mm hmm.
1: Do they just go find planets with caves on them and go hide in them? Apparently. Right? But, like, what was the point? What were they trying to do here? Were they trying to, like, do this moss thing and just see how people reacted? Are they, like, scientists, right? Conducting an experiment in in the real in real not in a controlled setting but the cave is their like setting where they can create their contrived situation that so what they maybe, do is that I their guess. thing
0: <laughs> i guess <laughs> and but you know they're yeah, like should we that's...
1: let them go should we let them go should we let them tell them that they can just go back and contact their ship whenever they want because apparently I think the Vendorians somehow cut off the contact, right? It wasn't, like, the rocks that did it. Right. like, no, they're having a good time. They're bonding. They're being friends. Let them enjoy that moment. And I like that. I like that. Just let them be friends without, like, a care in the world right now.
0: Yeah. That takes me back to something and I don't know if you were part of it or not you were on staff when this was going on but I don't know if you have any idea where I'm going with this. 2002, summer 2002. Okay um, JLT you were staff, you had your eye thing but I was a participant and it was our um, patrol overnight adventure thing. Do you know about how chaotic this got?
1: I I remember hearing stories, but I don't remember oh, sure. the story.
0: It was
1: I remember hearing the story, but I don't remember what the story was.
0: <laughs> okay, Does that make so, sense? Yeah. So what happened? Welcome, this is great podcasting, by the way. Welcome, welcome to the show. So part of this, this particular event, for those listening, was this like culminating event basically for the participants is that we, as like these, you know, groups of like four, five, six um, young men, we had to find our way to this particular location um, using our skills together, map and compass and whatnot uh, for an overnight camping trip away from where we were normally. So we stayed at this place um, this is up in, like, northern Michigan at, like, a CCC camp. Um, that's what it's called, right? CCC?
1: Yeah. Civilian Conservation Corps.
0: Yeah, yep, The CCC camp. And we get there, okay? And um, it had to have been a fluke. But, like, only one patrol got peanut butter. Everyone else just had jelly for, like, our meal or whatever. So, I don't really remember how it actually happened, but, like, one of us found this, like, horse head. Like, not an actual horse head, like a plastic horse head. Like, kind of like you would find with, like, um, like one of those, like, stick horses or whatever, maybe? Or something yeah, similar? Yeah,
1: like a little broom handle horse yeah, yeah. that you ride. Yeah.
0: So, we had started, like, forming, like, alliances. We were going to war with each other out in this field because we wanted <laughs> peanut butter. So, we were literally warring over peanut butter it was like what eight patrols i think and like i think we had like an alliance of like three or four going against the other like four or five it was absolutely ridiculous there i remember there was this like charge like from one end of the field to the other just trying to get peanut butter that was it and i mean we did that for like I don't know, maybe 20, 30 minutes. And then we just like, this is ridiculous. And like, we just ended up like completely joking around and having a good time with each other as like, you know, big old group. But then of course by herself. And I say all that because like that kind of reminded me of like what I kind of experienced (laughs) with that part of that adventure. (laughs) But it was, it was absolutely ridiculous here. I wish you could have been there or at least been spying on us to see what was going on. Because I know there were people spying on us for safety reasons. Oh, well, sure. Yeah.
1: Anyway. I, I, I'm aware. I, I would I would have been out there at some point, but, like, I had eye problems. You
0: did. You did have eye problems, yeah.
1: I did. My, I had my evil eye that, that whole week.
0: Yep. That's the one. <laughs> so, anyway, that's basically it, right? That's the episode i think
1: i mean that's it yeah
0: wow well any final thoughts before we evaluate this thing (laughs) No, no 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 all right let's talk about the delta then how well the different divisions are represented in this episode eric let's talk about it together no no
1: no right yeah. Maybe there's some science going on because the, we're going on a science mission, right? To the, explore this cave and there's, I don't know.
0: The only science I'm willing to give is to Rutherford, actually. Uh huh. Whenever they are um, talking about, um, we need to. I need your pants. And like, um, actually, I think no, no, I'm not. No, that's that's too generous. But like when when Rutherford's like taking the lead and he's like, I need your pants. I need to use this to kind of help uh, with compensating, like breaking down like this particular crystal so that we can use it to do the thing. So, I mean like, I, I don't know, maybe it's more engineering, I don't know. It's like science and engineering because like you have to understand like the compounds of a particular mineral in order to use it for like this engineering thing. So maybe it's like both, kind of, but like that was like, I think the only thing that really stood out and resonated with me in this episode.
1: Yep. Yeah, I mean, I, I just. I, yeah, I agree. But, like, definitely no leadership, no operations, no engineering. Like, I mean, you can maybe say there's some engineering going on where the Delta shifters are fixing the shuttle to get us to get them off in that flashback. Maybe. Like, if mm-hmm. you want to stretch.
0: <clears throat> but, yeah. Okay. All right. Well. How about, um, if that's it, let's move into the numerical rating. So, scale of 1 to 10, 1 being a dumpster fire, 10 being amazing. How are we rating this thing? You want to go first?
1: Yeah, I'll go. Okay. <laughs> As I said at the top,
0: I don't get this
1: episode. Like, I don't understand it at all. I don't understand, like, why it's... If you want to do this episode, do it at last season. Do it episode two episode three don't do it episode eight in a season-long arc where you've been teasing us with this ship so we're forced to do this exposition dump and then chase you brought up the dreaded f word last week um and i kind of tried to dismiss that but i'm using it here this episode is pure filler and you, in a 10-episode season why, where you have an arc, why do you need filler? I'll even go one step further. Something that I think is worse than the F word, the filler word, right? Clip show. Mm. This is the clip show. Mm. Right? This is This is Shades of Grey. Mm. Right? The universally despised and worst episode of Star Trek ever that's what this is right this is nothing other than a clip show um it's not good like i don't i don't get it like there's some good nuggets in there right like i mentioned the um the uh you know let them let them just have fun Right, let them just be friends where they don't have any cares in the world. And you know, when the Delta Shifter brought up the nepotism thing. We work just as hard as you do, but no one knows who we are because we don't know anybody. Um, like and then even then like the monster that really wasn't a monster that was just protecting its its baby. Like build a cave do a cave episode. If you want to do a cave episode, do a cave episode around that storyline. And I would enjoy it because it'd be a classic Star Trek idea. But again, this episode is this episode's just another example of how much Star Trek can we fit into Star Trek, right? We get it, Mike McMahon. You know a lot about Star Trek. We all know a lot about Star Trek, right? These little references, you're not clever. You're not the only person that knows these references. We all know them. And at this point it's just wearing on me Like I don't like this episode if you, if you can't tell I don't really like this episode Um Like Is it Peanut hamper bad from last season? No Is it peanut hamper bad from last week? Yeah it is Right <laughs> Is it Mugato Kumato bad? No because I don't think there's anything Offensive in this episode like, I found there. But this episode is like... 4.6.
0: 4.6, okay. Yeah, this... This is just a, a nothing burger of an episode, man. Um, like you said, there are some... some glimmers right like there are these like pretty decent moments right like with uh, the lower deckers bonding right and what would have been second contact there on the turbo lift when everything like from that rage virus was going on and even like Mariner demonstrating some growth with even delta shift because I know there was like that big old like jets and sharks kind of thing going on with them and (laughs) (laughs) like even like almost like almost snapping fingers too Um, but there's I, I hadn't thought about it until you mentioned it my dude but like yeah this is a clip show without there being actual clips from previous shows to make it a clip show this is a thousand percent a clip show and that does I think impact I rate this um, now that you pointed it out, um, it's a de- it's 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 a largely forgettable episode, and I think this would have fit a lot better in a prior season. And I think that could have been easily last season. Last se- man, last season was a strong lower deck season. It was a yep, really story. strong season for lower decks, and I think if not last season I, I mean putting it like in season 2 even could have like you know and like built upon some of these things like split split these clips and things apart and like that creates an opportunity for one more character development more depth more whatever i mean we're talking about like we affectionately call it you know star trek growing or like the show growing its beard these individual like four minute little ditties or however long they end up being would have been great opportunities for like depth of of character exploration stuff but it really misses the mark and um I'm going to have to come down just a little bit lower from what I was planning on doing uh, for this episode. Um, but it's still like within the same ish range of what, what you're talking about, Eric. And uh, for me, this episode, it's not, you know, mathematically perfect redemption or Bugatu Gamato um, level of dumpster fire. But it's not rate either. So for me, this episode is getting a lovely four point seven five. All right. All right.
1: We're in the same ballpark.
0: We are. We really are. Which gives us the uh, rating of a four an overall four point six seven five.
1: I mean, the the last two episodes better knock our socks off. Like there better be some awesome reveal in these next two episodes but like i i don't have high hopes Mm -hmm. right i mean i don't know who or what is on this ship but it better not be a crying baby in a nursery in a dilithium nursery
0: suit call from the future coming <laughs> to the past you know what I mean like a,
1: a what yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Better be, it better knock our socks off if you we... waited this long to tell us better not just be evil Boimler in section 31 right
0: what like that's got to that?
1: pay off at some
0: point right I mean better <laughs> it should yeah all right. Well, anything else, man? No. I'm two good. episodes left. Two, two episodes, episodes left. left. All right. Well, Eric, we brought it back last week. We're bringing it back again this week. Oh. We have a to pull. To pull. Is is to pull your ex?
1: Yeah, it's like the X, right? Right, right, right. Like what they do on the Family Feud. They're yeah. like,
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. So this one's on brand, and I hope you'll enjoy like some of the humor I tried putting into this particular poll. Okay. All right. Of the following, and you might you might have to think about this a little bit, Eric. I don't know if our voters how well they thought about this, but here's here's the the question. Of the following, which is your favorite? Cave episode. Okay. Strange New World mm-hmm. from Enterprise. Heart of Stone from Deep Space Nine.
1: mm Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, Parturition from Voyager. Mm-hmm. Or Disaster from Next Gen.
1: <laughs> Wait. Disaster? Is that because- the one where we're Molly's born?
0: It's the one where, yeah, Picard's stuck in a turbo lift with some kids.
1: Right. We're, yeah. And Molly gets born, right? Worf delivers Molly. Yeah. Okay. Um. So. We have three
0: caves Caves in a turbo lift.
1: Okay, so we got that one. We got Strange New Worlds. We got the, we're hallucinating on an alien planet because of something in the wind. Right. Right? We saw the colors of the wind. Mm. Um, and we dreamed because of the colors of the wind. Um, we have uh, uh, Odo talking to the f- Kira, who's the female shapeshifter, right. And we have Tom and Neelix taking care of an alien baby mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right after they fought, right? because they were both in love with Kess.. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. I'm good. So I know know what episodes we're talking about. Um, It's my favorite. What's my favorite of those?
0: Of the following, which is your favorite cave episode?
1: I feel like The Strange New Worlds is kind of a forgettable episode, right? It's really early on, but it's kind of forgettable. Um, Disaster's not a cave episode. (laughs) Look, I mean, D, I feel like D had we Turbolift. got D Space Nine fans Turbolift. out there, right? Do what now? I feel like we got D Space Nine fans out there. Okay. That like Odo. That's my favorite of these, is the okay. Odo, because I feel like there's an actual like twist at the end. Okay. I don't know if that's going to win, but that's what I would vote for. Okay. I think Disaster's going to win, because it's like off the wall. It's an off the wall pick.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Shall we get other results?
1: Uh, let's do it. All right
0: going to the results coming in in last place with zero percent of the vote parturition okay in third place with 16 point seven percent of the vote disaster from next gen our turbo lift okay. episode okay <laughs> anyway all right so our runner-up with a third of the vote. 33.3%. Heart of Stone, which means our winner with 50% Strange New World.
1: Okay, wow. I I got that wrong. I was like I thought that was a forgettable episode.
0: I mean, I mean, you look at the percentages, man. Like it was pretty close, right? 33% okay. versus 50%. Okay. All right. So, there we go.
1: Okay. There we have.
0: It. There we go. That is the show, gang. That's the show. So. Eric, thanks for uh talking real quickly with me. About this yeah, episode. I mean like I
1: don't
0: I think it was like twenty minutes. 30 yeah, minutes, it was maybe. Pretty pretty short. Yeah. That was that was a quick little ditty right there. But yeah, we have two more about episodes Jack left. Jack and Diane? <laughs> yeah. I love a good ditty, especially when it's about Jack and Diane. Um, yeah, so we have two more episodes left and we have a lot of questions that need to be answered and will they is the real question um will they that's the that is the question indeed so um we'll be back talking about these last two episodes as they come out so make sure you join us and stick with us um but hey if you want to share your theories about the show or comment even your own thoughts about caves whether it's the episode or your favorite cave episode in general let us know get in contact with us at trtvpod at gmail.com of course you can always call us open up uh, and do a voice only transmission 817 752 remember there's a three minute limit before the green moss gets us so um, be quick about it um, other than that if you want to mail us something like a new pair of pants that we can hook Boimler up with that's fine, Lone Star Station, PO Box 2455, Azle, Texas 76098 Everyone, thank you so much for tuning in. As always, remember to boldly go and make it so.